Hello everybody, my name is Audrey, welcome back to another episode, thank you so much for listening, this will probably come back out after my season break, so this is like the first episode of season 2, and I really appreciate all the support, all the feedback, I'm so excited to kick it off, anyways, I'm here with my, I wouldn't even call you a friend, you just be here, I don't even know who you are, <laughs> you're a family member, you're family, it's my older sister, Wagwan. Italian. Wow. We. <laughs> we are in my living room. We just finished listening to Maverick and um, Elevation and some tribal as well, the new stuff. So that was pretty exciting. Just some worship to I start think, off yeah. this podcast because we love worship music. And if you don't, look in the mirror and ask yourself why. Wow. Okay. Because. Wow. One minute in, you're calling people out. I'm not I calling thought. people out. I'm speaking to them because worship music speaks to me. <laughs> okay. That's true. That's true. And it's not just like any type of worship music. It's them. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at them, feel it. Nah. Y'all just, you know, look at Brandon. That's all I must say. No, we look at Brandon for many reasons. Oh, that's getting out of the way. That's, I just said for, I, I didn't say anything else. I just said Brandon is got a I feel voice. like for me, it's not, it's not, it doesn't matter if it's them or if it's, another gospel group or if it's another no even it could um, be anything i'll just cry even what's her name um tasha cobbs oh kira shepherds yeah. um they when they blow yeah you're oh. about to sit down and have the whole even travis green travis green oh the guy that does you move that oh. one mountains <laughs> yes yeah. yeah i know the one that's you cause for us that's my jam. That one, you know what it is? Though? That's the first song I heard of him, and I was just yeah. like, yo. That's a great way to hear him. Yo. Gonna, I, the first song I heard of him was a Swingy Lee song he did. Oh. And it was, it's called Narek Lemo. He did. Oh my gosh. You've done so much for me. I cannot tell it all. Oh, you link it, link it, link it. No, 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 link it, link Lemo. it, man. Link it. Do you know what it is? For me, what makes worship. Because I've been Christian for a little bit, but I never really stepped into loving and feeling and becoming involved in worship until like one year in. When for me, I attach like specific worship songs and Bible verses to situations I've been in. Mm. So when those songs, when that Bible verse or when someone even says a word that relates to something I've walked through, anything, anything played by Tasha, I go back to that hospital room. Dang. Honestly, because I know what it was. Literally, I was it was COVID. I talk about it all the time, but it changed my life because I, I was so alone. Like no one was allowed to come see me. We had to be separated in yeah. the world. Yeah. You know these nurses are not as I would say friendly or hospitalized yeah, because yeah, yeah. they have yeah, to have that like distance. You know, and I'm literally sitting here, and then um the song I hear chains falling. Mm-hmm. That tagline. Yeah. I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know a lot of people will be surprised that I'm into worship music. Is it? Oh, you... <laughs> when they see me, trap, trap, trap. Turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. Eh, wonder ways, eh, wonder ways. Banga next. Like, uh, you know, I'm, I love those music stuff. I love it. They. Uh, the thing is, for me, it's it's different because I have... Mo- gospel music speaks to me in different ways. So, yeah, I true. obviously have always been a Catholic, Christian, whatever, growing up. It's always been in my nature to believing God and all that but growing up I've created my own sense of an identity to know what I want and what direction I want to go to in terms of my belief in religion yeah. and um compared to like growing up where it's kind of like given to you and you don't know 
if that's what you want you yeah. know what i mean it's just so really i'm very religious in terms of i have a faith i believe in it i love it i enjoy it i understand it but gospel music i didn't discover it until like about two years ago mm. i came upon i don't know who introduced me to gospel music but i heard a song i feel like it was tasha mm. and I, I think i'm getting ready that song yeah or yeah. um yeah you, you know so what someone told yeah. about it. and the song is um um there's a miracle in this, in this room, room. Oh, with my no. name oh, on it. Yeah. Yes. Oh. There's a <laughs> That song, you know what? If I ever see, because imagine we're feeling this. No, of course I know. Do you know what? There's nothing more than I do. I probably listen to 10 hours worth of music oh my daily. God. I daily. love that song. And that's not even the Congolese music. Because everyone knows Congolese music is 10 minutes long. Alright, but one song. One me song. Wait, I've driven one song to Henderson. <laughs> From my house to Henderson, one Congolese the music. The beat changes seven but times. You know what's another 10 minute? Maverick song. Go to. 10 minutes, but minimum. They that have, song we just listened to was 14 dude, minutes. Dude, I'm telling you, they're so long. I always time it, so I, do, I always do a playlist before I drive. Like, I'm into my music. So I will <laughs> add about three or four music, and I know what the solution is going to get me to. Come on. And I'll just be singing it. But, um, yeah, so Tasha introduced me to gospel music. I just, I don't know what it was, but I clicked on her, and I was just like, mm. Yeah. Imana. I didn't, yeah. Know, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know I'm going to love it. I just ended up loving it, and I replayed it, replayed it. And the more you replay, the more the words and the melody you feel for some yeah, reason. Yeah. And then I listened to her other one. Um, with the other girl. With the other girl. What's her name? What's her name? What's her name? They, they sing. They sing like their vocals were blowing. Was she on that song? She sang it with it too. No, it's um. Oh my god! I don't. Oh, you're gonna die if you know the song's name. It's like them two. I think it is Kira. Kira. Kiara. What's that song they sing together? Tasha and Kara, and like what? And Kara blows her um voice. I don't even at, know at the chorus, but yeah, no, nah, I'll find it. But honestly, when they sang that one, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, and I know what this is. And then I went and researched so many like gospel music, cool. and I just I have a playlist on Spotify that says gospel, track that on. I mean to do wow, it. that's amazing. I love it. I love it. I love that's amazing. It. I love it. I think it. that worship is one thing i've learned is that it's not just music right like worship the definition of worship or what god kind of intended worship to be is not only associated with music you know and that's when it kind of changed for me because i was like i don't have to be singing i don't have to be on a platform i don't have to have a piano chord to be worshiping god or to bring that worship in and i think that once you realize that after that 40 14 minutes seven minutes Mm -hmm. you can still feel god and you can still like glorify him and everything like that that's when worship became more sacred yeah yeah, you know and it had that more like um i don't know how to explain it it was more something that it was my honor and my privilege yeah actually to be able to say but again at the same time i don't want people to think i'm contradicting myself and be like i'm this religious gospel presenter for the world like proclaiming it no because the way i proclaim my faith is not the same the way you do it you know mm. what i mean but it doesn't mean we don't have it that's why i said it'll be when i tell most people they're like oh shit like i didn't oh i don't know if you can swear in this oh okay can you oh no i just put explicit okay yeah, oh my bad oh, oh snap <laughs> oh my god my bad. um but yeah i didn't um they'll be like oh i didn't know that but that's cool because even at work they were like asking me like what kind of music are you into and i'll name it but i never forget my words i'm like are you 
worship music is and then I start playing them they're like oh I see yeah. I see and yeah. I'm like I just enjoy it it's not even I don't even I don't know you, I don't think you need to have a faith to really understand why we like yeah, that yeah well we music. saw Shawn Mendes crying on the radio thing you know so I think that oh my gosh that was you so don't powerful ha- you don't have to have a faith it can still touch you yeah. you don't have to no. be Christian or to believe in God for that music to touch you but that also shows the power of Christ it's just and beautiful. like how he's moving because and also shows the power of people who actually answer to his call you know and because these people don't be it Dante Bowie be it Chandler yeah, yeah, be it yeah. you know Brandon oh, like, whoever it is oh, these people are going yes Lord Yes, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, serve yeah. you, you know. And I think we we owe it to them, but we and we say thank you, but we also owe it to God yeah. for actually calling these people and um, yeah, just anointing them and calling them. But anyways, we haven't asked. Don't worry, guys. I haven't taken away from this season. <laughs> We're just reminiscing about yeah. little worship. Oh, the song was your spirit, by the way. That okay, song. you okay. need to listen to it. Like you will understand. Have you heard Kiara sing um her new song, "Something Has to Break"? It's not you. I've already heard it when he came out. Yeah, I clogged. Oh, also her song with Mali Music called Yahweh. I don't know that one, no. But the other one, Something Has to Break. Oh, yeah, when he came out, I was like, yeah, nah. Well, she, like, I was like, her mom. Yeah. Guys, we yeah. can't sit here and act yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, we, we're, The word is not, I'm not surprised. What I'm saying is... I'm not you surprised. You can't have your mom and your aunties be the Clark sisters. Your, your, your uncle, I think, is Donnie. Donnie Clark or something like that. All I know is that girl's got pipes and she knows what, how to use them. And she's got range. range like, range. in your spirit, you will hear it and you'll be like, nah, no, I'm not even going to try it. I'll literally not have a voice the next day. I won't. <laughs> I'll just sit there. When that part comes, I lip sing it. <laughs> just open my mouth like I'm the one screaming. Let's do the lower octave. Right. <laughs> I just open my mouth like I'm the one screaming it. It's all right. It's all right. Oh my word. Anyways, a little rant about gospel music. Yeah, that was a great way to open it. The three infamous, well known questions. Okay. What are three things that have happened this year so far mm-hmm. that have changed you, have been pivotal, have influenced oh, you? Damn, that's deep. Yeah, be it perspective wise, whatever. It, it could be simple. Because for me, one thing was listening to podcasts every okay. time I try. Okay. I do that. I listen to. I save them on Spotify and then I play them as I'm as driving. driving. Yeah. Yep. Um. And some of them are dumb because they're just funny, and then some of them are like, oh, making me think while I'm driving. Yep. This is yep. not okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's a bit. Is this how you start? Yeah. Damn, you be hitting them with them deep questions. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Warriors bleed is a podcast that covers all grounds. Oh wow. Okay. Um. One thing was the pandemic. Still, what the after effect of the pandemic? Wow. Yeah. Because, let alone the pandemic itself, <laughs> kind of like made us rethink some stuff. Took us to places we didn't think we'd go mentally alone. Yeah, and with others. Yeah. Um. So that was a journey itself, mm. and then the aftermath, just to see how we can move with with it still existing, was another thing. Um. Within, you said, well, how long, what was, repeat the question for me because that's a big one <laughs> what are the three things this year that have happened that have changed three. you have been pivotal be, it can be your perspective it can be the way your habits mm. you know like I listen to a lot of podcasts but I, the top three is called Prompt Us I listen to a finance one and I listen to Girl Chat and Pressed Pressed yes I just added that to my podcast playlist too I want everyone yeah. to know the way I've been watching Nella Rose 
Oh my god. Oh my since she was doing holes in her apartment and she would stand in the corner with a brown background with a green chair. The mean queen. Oh the mean my queen. Oh my gosh, this woman. Wow. The mean queen. Um, but yes, that's one of my podcasts too. I've just added recently. Oh my gosh, yeah. um, I'm so happy they have one too. I think we tend to watch them a lot anyway. And we need to have more of those like humor mature conversations, yeah. yeah. Um okay, yeah, so the panel was one, two, um I would say my mindset because i used to think a lot i don't know i think maybe because i'm maturing but the way i think now compared to a few years back is so different and it's from people from different type of people because while my work environment is i'm working around all adults tell them what you do what are you proud (laughs) yeah um i uh, i work for odyssey a residential uh, ced which is coexisting disorders residential um and i am basically a mental health clinician you and know? she got promoted. She found a new job. <laughs> She's doing what's up? Come uh, on. Um. Yeah. I just got. A, I just got promoted. I got a new um posi- an upgrade on my position and better pay. So your girl gonna be financially thriving. That's good. <laughs> so that's good. I'm really happy about that myself. I was gonna say that is my third thing. That's I'm really proud because I have a goal position I'm aiming for, mm. and that's just one step closer nice. to it. And at my age, you'll be surprised how that's hard to get you know and to even be at the position i am in my kind of like work environment yeah my field because it's all i mean it's it's very female dominant but also male dominant but in terms of my age no one's gonna take me serious because i work with adults not kids anymore you know i used to work with youth but i've swapped to adults um i find it more i don't know i find it more challenging but more me like i can i can really work well with adults but it's also a challenge because i'm young i'm working half with people older than you. yeah half of them all of them are older. The i'm clients. the youngest at work yeah, i'm yeah. the youngest worker among my co-workers and i'm the youngest out of all the clients you know what i mean mm. i have clients who are close to my age they'll be like 25 26 you know 27 so that's quite similar like close to me and then i have co-workers who are like 27 28 some just turned 30 but they don't look 30 that's the problem they'll be looking like they're late 20s you know but they're like 30 like one of them just turned 30 and she's so beautiful beautiful soul um one of the reasons why i got this job but um yeah she's just it's it's beautiful i like working with these people um but i'll talk about that later um but yeah the second was my mindset because i more run open-minded people and uh, being around close-minded people drives me crazy and infuriates me and yeah. there's a lot of those people around and i've had a lot of conversations with people like that and my recent one just really proved why i cannot be around people who are close-minded i I'm not even tolerate i don't even have to tolerate i'm i'm gonna remove myself because i i've tried god forbid i've tried no it's just not for me it's not for me i'm not even gonna get into it because I, some people may know what i'm talking about <laughs> and may listen to this podcast and come and call out me call me out but um it's fine oh okay yeah. um but yeah no I, I yeah i ain't gonna name names or say any more because they will know what i mean but yeah yeah nah but yeah my job is my third one my level up in my position in my career my career what about the pandemic do you think really influenced like how did the pandemic impact you because the pandemic for me 
was really it, it was bittersweet because in the same way that people around the world are mm. literally going through the most uh, horrific mm. things and even some countries are still trying to build still you know, <coughs> some countries me. UK just got out of quarantine exactly. after two years tier, like, yeah they've what? been in like what tier three or something like that more time we're out in the clubs you know where I am <laughs> <laughs> oh and I feel like yeah <laughs> and but for me last year was really really amazing because i've never worked alongside god like that you know i went so for you it was more of like soul searching i wouldn't even call it soul searching i was coming to the understanding of what god has put in the bible Mm. you know like i became christian i became saved i loved it but i never read the word and i never had no excuse have that transition to becoming christian yeah well i went to church suicidal depressed no dad moving being basically evicted living in a motel with my family i knew because obviously you've been in your life since you were a toddler still the, the, on your back bro you carry on your back that is the problem i carry <laughs> and i'm still carrying you <laughs> and you're over 18 um well yeah I, I don't know like i i know a lot of people's struggles but you never know the extent of their struggles oh, so yeah. you're saying you're even thinking about suicide kind of like breaks me thinking Elian, please because <laughs> i was there this it was it was it was i think um that breaks my heart well she was my best friend like and what's crazy is like in that moment externally i was doing jazz i was performing i was traveling mm. i was doing really well and then i'd go home and this person's having a fire of the gang and this one's having a kid a 16 year old is my neighbor she had a baby i remember her very well amazing girl had the most disgusting boyfriend and now she's pregnant you know and that was my life i remember i would tell people to drop me three houses up so they wouldn't watch me go to the motel and i would that's where i'd live and would walk to school or would bus school and come yeah, back yeah, yeah. you know so when i we went to church by accident at the time it was an accident it was definitely god and well take it like this i had nothing to lose you know if i became christian and didn't work out life couldn't get any more so you, yeah you just felt like you're at the end of your road yeah let's go to this what, what else could go wrong at this point at this point i'm just gonna go for it yeah okay. I, had, I, mean, I had nothing to lose and then when i got into that church and the worship started at the end of the song and that pastor gets up there and he's like you know what friend whatever you're going through it shall pass whatever you're going through is going to be okay and they started singing they started singing hallelujah to that it did honestly pass. it did pass and it was i don't know what it's like for everyone when the holy spirit is moving but for me it's very at that time it was a chaotic collision mm. in my stomach you know I felt like it was burning but I felt butterflies and then it would burn and then I felt butterflies mm. and then burning and this person was like come on friend like some part of you wants to come down but the other part of you wants to stay in your seat come I down see, yeah. you know and I'm sitting here I'm literally crying I'm like oh my gosh is he talking to me is he asking me everyone's gonna see me yeah. I'm gonna walk down they're gonna know yeah. that I don't believe but I'm here yeah all of my sisters without none of us knowing had put our hand up to say yes to god and went down it wasn't until we opened our eyes and started walking down that we realized we had all said yes you know and i think that in that moment you know because the church as a building and as a people and with humans running it has its flaws has its downsides but at the core of it is this amazing amazing thing called god you know and, and the holy trinity and everything like that and i think that for me what changed was that i had someone finally saying hey i see you and i promise and i promised 
that it will be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. So that, that was that transition for me. And then the more I started getting, I went to youth, I got a mentor. Yeah. Under Pastor Holly and Pastor Sammy, I went on a lot of different women um, who kind of put me on the right track, but gave me their testimonies. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I realized that the church is full of people who are constantly, constantly trying to get better and trying to get back on their feet. Yeah, growth never stops, regardless 100%. of how much But you don't know gained. that when you're a teenager. Can I be honest with you? I look at adults and I'm like, of course they hate us teens. You know, they think we're this, yeah, they think we're yeah. that. But then I remember that even as a parent, you're growing, you know. And you will forever grow the same way you forever learn in life. Yeah. So um, that's nothing to be surprised about. But I just, no, in terms of like when you said um, the stuff that you're going through in quarantine, I was like, oh, yeah, like I know some of the stuff. Like, yeah, it's calm. But when you said suicide, I was like, eh, excuse me, like, oh, yeah. what? No, yeah, me and depression will talk consistently. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, depression, you want to come through today? I want to have a word with you. Like, <laughs> Is that how we move now? Yeah. What? Well, think about it. I had God now in my life, but I still had my, my life. Yeah. Like, becoming Christian was not a day thing, and now everything was resolved. Mm, yeah, some yeah, of the yeah, stuff yeah. God has promised me, some of the stuff that's in his Bible, I'm still waiting to see through, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. till this day, yeah. <laughs> okay? But still waiting with my chance. <laughs> 100%, because <laughs> I have this, I, a part of me believes, and is so in love, and so hungry for God, but a part of me is still dealing with the daddy issues, rejection issues, abandonment issues, bullying, oh, we know. trauma, we you know? know, like that stuff. In relationships <laughs> of yours. No, listen, our relationships are <laughs> Your religious are what? Your religious are what? I've gotten better. Oh, the lies you tell. No, I have gotten better. The lies you tell. I have gotten better. 10% out of what? No, work. but you know what? 10% is better than nothing. That's what I, That's a big number I gave you. Sorry, 10%. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. That's a big number. I'm trying to be nice. You can't nice. even rob me. Five or No, I've become better. I have. <laughs> I'm convincing you because I don't have. I think what it is is because I'm a poet. I will never lose that. <laughs> you shouldn't believe that now. What? I didn't ask to be a poet. Oh lord. <laughs> no, it's just funny. Like when you, no, nah, I for sure a lot of the stuff you face in your life, I I've seen it transition into aspects of your everyday life now. Yeah. For example, the whole father figure issue with abandonment and all that that translates in all your relationship with guys um we all know that um hold on this isn't a psychology no, no, session no, no. no because i'm not doing you're not that. gonna come no you are no, no i'm not you so are <laughs> i'm not you I'm so not. are speak. Elian, your if, turn. if these people live with a diagnosis of me i'm blaming you Mm-mm. <laughs> Uh-uh. I know, but I'm I should saying, have known not to bring you here because you're a clinical therapist. You make me sick. Um, but the thing is, um, yeah, like I see it, which kind of makes it breaks my heart because I know how that part of your life really affected you guys, like mm. you three, like you and your sisters, really got to you. It really made me sad, and like I would never wish that on anyone because a lot of people around me to just be happy, thriving, and having a good life and seeing someone who's so close to you and you care so much about you can't help but feel that sadness because i remember i get, i got emotional one day i don't know what conversation we had um i don't know if it was just me and you but i i came over and it was just you could see how you guys were still you guys were trying so hard to push through but you could see the hurt 
and I remember that day like I went home I was just like so sad for you guys I was like so emotional and I was I think I cried for a bit and I was just like damn man like that age they're at and the shit they're going through mm. just reminded me of how blessed I am because yeah. I never got to go through that and thank god I didn't and I could never wish it for anyone else and for you guys at the age you were. Because no, you weren't at this age. Bro. You were like, A lot of what? people come now, way eh? And they see they me were now, like 40, yeah. You were like, what, 14? And Faith was like 11. Yeah, you guys were maybe. young. You you, were, you understood what was happening, but not, enough, extent, not yeah. enough to know how big it was and how effective it's going to be moving forward. And then now, when you guys started to feel it and see it and really allow it to come to terms with it and it just yeah it, i think it was it was the saddest thing ever and to this day i mean god will continue blessing you guys regardless but that person i really hope they learned something because that was just not it's and just i think it. that was something that that's one of those things that i say you know waiting for god to come through on you know and, and waiting to really have that because it, it was planned it was back to square one for us mm. you know like we we lived in those emergency housing those motels yeah. and everything like that and he went to prosper so it seemed you know and everything like that and i think that from from my end when it looks like god strips you bare mm. and takes mm. away and really you get really angry at him rinse oh my god you get angry at him you question him and you start questioning your own belief for him 100% I would go to my bedroom's place or I'd see the pastor's house how you finna use pastor and bedroom's <laughs> in the same sentence let's just pause on that you did not just say bedroom's and pastor let it sentence. tell you Sam, nah, man, love it. No, but I, much. I don't know why. I go to my friend's place. No, okay, <laughs> and, or I'd go to pastor's place. I hear my pastor, and they're living in affluence. Mm. And I was like, of course, these people believe in you. They, they have it. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh no wonder they're up here on stage and they're saying this, that, and the third. They've got six acres. One of my friends, oh, my six God. acres. The other one has sheep. Oh. I'm thinking these people praise you because they've got it, but, but. The same way a lot of people, like you were saying, come now when I'm 18 and see me worked through or yeah, see me working, um, through it. working through it and see me, you know, like God doing what he what he's doing and judging me and go, oh, she's never been for anything. Like, yeah. you know, she doesn't have a dad, but she's calm. I'm looking at these people going, they've never been for anything. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta Let take one it of back. them go up and my, my mentor tell, tell gave me you. her testimony. Yeah. I said, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm saying. You never, you can never judge a book by its cover. You gotta read it or judge it by know. the end of this. Like if you come at the end of it, you know, because like I was saying, when it feels like God has taken away all of these things, now I understand He's building us from the ground up mm. in a way that is stable and well. I feel like whatever we get now, it's gonna be taken care of the way it deserves to be taken care of yeah. or we can at least understand the importance of it yeah because i know what it is to share a room what period did the um black Lives matters happen 2019 are we gonna talk about this no 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 we're not so i just want i'm just trying to think about something 2019 or 18 it was before the pandemic eh? i feel like it was last year really yeah but i feel like last year was all pandemic pandemic started like what march so how could it Black Lives Matter. When did George Floyd... Um... I, I just want to know the time period because I was going to say one of the reasoning was going from that incident, like those that period of Black Lives Matter to pandemic, that was not a good transition. <laughs> from one tragic to another. Mm. 
So it, you were just filled with a lot of negative information, whether it was from that, because I was trying to see the time periods, which literally we did go from like the Black Lives Matters session to pandemic, mm. and you're now sitting alone with those thoughts, feelings, mm. and you, you have no one to comfort you because you can't see them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, oh, God forbid we love our family, but God damn, I don't want to see you guys every day. <laughs> like, that was hard. Like, no, but we don't want to see you guys every day. Like, I don't want to talk to you every day, like, yeah. alone and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, that's why, that's why I mentioned it in the top three because I was like, in pandemic, I went through a lot in terms of think my thoughts and feelings. I came to yeah. terms with my thoughts and feelings. I went through a lot of sadness for myself and other people mostly and there was a lot of crying in terms of um understanding and feeling for other people because i'm i'm okay not again not many people believe this but i'm so emotional but i don't like to show it in terms of it, around certain people yeah i can't allow it like i don't give a damn how you look yeah at that me. house last you week boy, she was crying on my shoulders you know? but in terms of like really emotional like i would rather just go in my room and like just let it out i feel so good sometimes when i cry about something sad um not even about me just about something i've just read because like even that whole black lives matter really mentally oh my gosh ruined no me. one knows what it's like to like, turn on the tv it really go on instagram me, and see people who look like wow it really no literally wow. i i was filled with so much anger sadness it's a, it's, frustration it's a, a plethora of emotions be locked in I love staying home, but when I decide, <laughs> no way you tell no me. No one Johnson. <laughs> no way that you tell me I gotta stay inside and we're on level four and I can't see nobody but my family. You yeah. know what I mean? And another thing is, I'm a twenty four seven service, so I was still working in the pandemic. <laughs> so I'm going through my own thoughts and feelings and understanding those in terms of worldwide issues, and then I'm going to work. And then seeing them be sad about not being able to go because they're in a residential rehab, like they can't go home. Some of them have, they, most of them are parents. They got kids FaceTiming every day. Like wow, I'm wow, seeing that, wow. and I'm feeling sad for them because they're worried about their kids and what's gonna happen to them. And then they, their kids are worried about them, what's gonna happen to them. You know, some of them are in Auckland, but they come from Napier. You know what I mean? Wow, so it's yeah. like I go from sadness at home reading about it and seeing it to sadness at work and i'm just like right i'm surrounded by sadness at this yeah. point but how am i gonna be happy i got no friends to make me laugh like you know our groups we tend to just roast i needed that at some point i was like yeah. i need someone who's someone is coming short me, yeah come and just laugh until we cry like we usually do yeah you know the good vibes but we only had that through freaking video calls and lagging networks <laughs> everyone's internet's all dying yeah no one's ever honest. used the internet that right. much honestly oh I, I don't mm, everyone's bills man but yeah like that's why the pandemic really like i went through a lot because like um i was still working i was still going through just understanding everything and learning everything and then i think at one point i was just like i got sick of everyone going oh living my best life some of them were like enjoying not having that time off they never get to have um and getting paid for it and i was like oh i love my job i'm not complaining like i loved going to work every day it actually was good to take me away from stuff happening you know a distraction it was beautiful those roads were clear you know (laughs) could speed my way through and speed my way back home um it was beautiful but at the same time it was also hard in terms of seeing how others are affected but i decided to just take two weeks off <laughs> i was like i'm taking two weeks off i'm having a pandemic at home myself and i just binged everything yeah 
Binged everything. Binge, binge, binge. The pandemic impacted people in so many ways. So not one person was influenced the same. But it was even harder for me because I worked in the mental health and drug, like the mental health and addiction um world, and suicidal rates went up. Ooh, done, yeah. Like domestic people, violence. That's the thing. Domestic violence, suicide, depression. Like everyone's mental health decreased drastically. And for someone working in that industry it's in your face it's in my face with the numbers and the telling me about it and knowing about it learning about it i'm just like the amount of like in the dhb like when you hear some of the cases and you're just like damn you know like wow and parents are violent kids have no escape they can't go to school they're stuck at home yeah and i just i felt for everybody it was just like yeah it was hard it was hard so what would you say to someone who struggles in that area it doesn't have to be obviously it's a very general comment because I guess you you speak to people and you give them strategies based on their specific like situation and yeah, stuff like for that. Sure, every but one of just like three things you would tell someone that goes, "Hey, Eliana, you know, I, I I'm not completely there, but I can see myself starting to really get overwhelmed, mm. the cluttered. Mm. You know, I'm feeling quite um, nervous yeah, and yeah, anxious. Yeah. What would you tell a teen or whoever? If anyone is struggling with mental health or any form of mental health like illness one thing i will say is speak to someone about it because one you don't know how rapid it's gonna grow because some people's depression can go from zero to like a hundred real quick you know what i mean but talk to someone like talking to talking to oh i hate saying this because we talk a lot <laughs> but no it is, it's not the same for an introvert imagine an introvert getting depression yeah. Yeah. god forbid that would lead straight to suicide, unfortunately. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because naturally, they're not going to talk to you about it. Recluse. Yeah. yeah recluse. So it's like they're going to start isolating even more and like all the kind of stuff. So I would really recommend to talking to someone and just letting them know where your headspace is. Letting someone know where you are in life is important, whether it's a friend, whether it's your family, your parents, whoever you trust and have some form of comfort to open up to, talk to them. Yeah. Two whatever the reason you're starting to feel the way you're feeling try and minimize even if it's taking three days off a week off minimize whatever is causing those stresses because that's one of the leading causes of it you know whether it's people work, keep working yeah whether it's work whether it's relationships okay uh, yeah um whether it's parents whether it's friends whether it's the world shut yourself away from your phone if it's the information you're reading you know whether it's just do whatever is increasing that mental illness decrease from seeing it reading it attending it anything just decrease from it and watch yourself kind of like calm down like mindfulness like practice mindfulness it's so important like you have to allow your brain to really just have that moment of relaxation because you you won't see it until it's too late you won't feel the effect of you being overwhelmed and over the edge until you're over the edge you know what i mean and that's not where you want to get to you want to be able to identify it before it takes over you you know what i mean and i think the third one is if you feel like it's really bad just seek for help there's nothing wrong with that people think it is and they would they'll feel like the whole judgment like stereotype oh something's wrong with you oh no you gotta like no no just honestly i beg just seek for help because I, it would be worse for me to know someone I know was struggling and didn't seek for help or talk to someone about it when it's too late. You know what I mean? And I've had that in my life, and it's the worst thing. It's the worst thing. Like, I had a co-worker once. Um, 
they do well but was dealing with depression it got really bad like really really bad they went to um help get help which they did i mean they're very vocal and everything they got help and they were doing the right thing but the illness was too strong for them and i think one day they told the um the doctors that oh they're like they're feeling fine they want to go and visit their family and that's when they took the opportunity to like kind of like end their life and it's like the saddest thing because they didn't want that and i know that oh my god i'm getting emotional it's okay <laughs> it's okay i'm attacking this shit what you're about <laughs> that's i don't get sad but it was just sad because it's like you i knew them as a person and yeah. they were so lovely yeah but the illness was just a joke man it was just sad to see them like go wow. through it and stuff yeah it's wow. the worst <laughs> wow yeah i'm trying to be a thug in the streets trying to get me emotional what are you doing <laughs> that's what the podcast is about <laughs> no yeah. but no it's sad it's just sad it is it is sad but that's what um really influenced warriors bleed mm. you know like mm. the people who really perceived as strong really able really confident really propelling i'll put my hand up for that that's why everyone thinks of of but those are the ones who are holding themselves together and and um i learned that with not even egocentrically through myself i learned that through myself too and through my mom through her friends yeah you know like a lot of the women in the growing community i look at them and i go (laughs) if anyone is a warrior but is bleeding it's Burundian women in our community, <laughs> or it's it's women. Yeah, and then I would even add like you know Burundian women or African women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I learned through her friends and the people she surrounded me by mm. growing up. Not even Burundian women. There were many women at my school who were teachers that I'd look at, and I remember I had one teacher, um, and obviously teaching teenagers, I can imagine it's difficult. Let alone at a co-ed, a, a unisex school. Yeah. And I remember one time afterwards, she was like, yeah, like I went home and I, I like cried after he said that to me. One of the students, a lot of, every class has those boys. Yeah. You know the ones I'm talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they were being rude, they were being mean to her. And in the moment, she was very much like, okay, you're gonna go sit outside and you're not gonna be welcome back into this class. You know, and, and I kept going, kept going, kept going. And one time she told me and my friend that she actually went home and cried. And it really affected her. Yeah. Because she's sitting here trying to teach and loving teaching but having to battle this consistently yeah, yeah. and the one thing i wanted from this podcast was for people to acknowledge those human qualities in mm. each other you know be it whatever background whatever demographic whatever group ethnicity you belong to we are all sitting here thinking flip sake life is hard yeah and you know and the degree of its difficulty is different for everybody but i know that for me particularly it is that a word particularly <laughs> as I, I was waiting for you to realize that but it just sounds weird when it you sounds say it. weird i don't know why it sounds weird but i think it's how you say it particularly <laughs> particularly <laughs> oh particularly <laughs> yes that's what i'm saying it's the way you're saying it it's not the word itself anyways well, go ahead um i remember when i first joined the worship team I had a really hard time mm-hmm. and it was a lot of conflict um, and it was really difficult. And for me, it was this battle of other people seeing me in my voice in a very specific way, Yeah. but me knowing where this voice comes from and me knowing that there are many people in my life who can, the word isn't out sing, but you get what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, yeah, who can yeah, do yeah. much better. Mm. And I sing not because I love it, 
I do love it, but it's a form of connection to Christ and, and expression. And when I got into music and when I got into jazz, it was my escapism. Because mm. when I'm on stage, no one is seeing the broken girl. Everyone mm. is seeing this person who can do really well and the lights are on, yeah, the yeah, makeup's yeah. on, the dress is good. And I'm in this different universe, even if it's monumental, yeah, yeah. And it was so powerful for me and became very addicting, you know? And then I was at church. And people saw it like that as well. But I'm sitting here thinking, I literally came to this church. And you guys go back to your four bedrooms. Here we go. <laughs> you was going to bring it back to that. Actually. It, no, it really hurt me. These people are singing. And no, these people are looking at me. Um, and this person was looking at me so differently and so cruelly and so meanly. But I'm sitting there going, you have what I need what I want yeah you have it so I'm singing because I'm looking at God I'm going I'm giving you one last chance because <laughs> you are just trying oh, me God. you know and I, I was literally sitting there I was like honestly God I'm so tired of you move when you want because at this point I've given up uh, yeah and then other days I'd be like oh my gosh God I need you I love you like yeah. I trust you that's the sad part like why are we out here like requesting for stuff but not being consistent when it comes to our faith that's the sad well, part that's a word for somebody honestly because that's you can't, a word for you can't disregard him when you have it all then wow ask. good and then yeah, call him back when you don't when you lose it it's like no you, he should be there 24 7 he's the reason why you're still breathing but yeah you only ask for his assistance when he bears you you know like it's not how it works that's 100%. the same as friendships and everything you know you're not gonna call me up when you know you need help but when you have it all god forbid you cancel me you know like you just ignore me and stuff like that it's it's the same as that like it's it's the same but no that i like that idea um that part you mentioned about people who are very who look very strong and like perceived to be very strong are never the ones who are but uh, okay that's they're quite, strong as but I said, they, are strong. Mean they don't feel what yeah, everyone else is feeling yeah, yeah, some yeah. people look at you or they looked at me like oh yeah i never told you beautiful because i thought you knew that yeah i'm like eh. who likes you though, though? <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who you trying to reference trying to tell me he told you that what i wish uh, what are you on about Get out of here! Or, or just trying to get a compliment for me. Oh, Let hear. me know. But it's true. People say so. Oh, I never checked up on you. I I, I thought you were good. Yeah, you know? Leah. I, I didn't think you nothing weird. I didn't think like, you, yeah. yeah. I didn't. No, I get that a lot because I my I'm a very introvert. Introvert. My God, I'm a very extrovert in terms of social environment. But at the same time, I experience introvert traits a lot. Like, I have the biggest social anxiety. But no one would know that or believe it because I'm always like, king, king. But it's like, I have key, to. King. Like, I always have to, I have to. It's because I have to. Overcompensate. Do that so I don't feel that anxiety coming through because I'm not going to allow it to take over. But even though it does, for example, when I go to social settings, beforehand, people can see me. Oh, my God. Like, I have, like, I can't even go in. Like, go in. Wow. I take, like, minutes to, like, work myself up and, like, really, like, feel like content and confident to go in i don't know what it is i don't it's always been there i've never spoken about it but recently i have been because it's gotten worse for some reason wow yeah. i don't know it's i don't know if it's because i've been very content being at home and like in certain circles where when i go out of that i'm like oh no you know what i mean even though it's people i know and i know i'll be fine with i'll be cool with i still have that and it's so bad like i remember i spent like five minutes outside an event 
my friends hyping me up like talking to me like it's just all in my head because i couldn't go in i wanted to go home imagine uh-huh. getting dressed getting excited you know mm. arriving and saying you want to go home what mm. nah man but no one believed that coming from me yeah you know but someone like i don't know my younger sister but, oh yeah that's how she is because that's because she's been quiet yeah, yeah. nah yeah. man and then that's another thing being quiet like sometimes i don't have energy to talk or i'm going think through something sad. i have to, i'm going through something i'm just really internalizing something that just happened but i don't want to talk about it and i'll come to a social setting or come and hang up someone and i'll just be more reserved than normal and they're like oh my god what's going on like what's wrong i'm like nothing like literally nothing's going on i just don't feel like talking or have anything to talk about but they're like are you sure are you lying but I'm like, fam, I'm going to slap you if you keep asking me. You know what I mean? Because it's That's because like, people forget you can be multifaceted or that you can have many dimensions and aspects to your personality. Like, if no one can be extroverted and loud and he-heeing 24-7. No. It's the same for me. I love group settings. I don't, I've never dealt with social anxiety, so I can only sympathize, yeah. you know? But I, I love group sesh, um, hangouts and everything yeah. like that. But I love one-on-one relationships, one-on-one um, conversations even more. Well, you asked me before, you know, where do I find the time to edit my videos? Yeah. I have all of that in the oh, world. Go, I play the smallest violin right now. Oh, about to start. Honestly, about her loneliness. It's not loneliness. <laughs> no, but I love I'm, being alone. I'm, I'm alone, but I'm not alone, lonely. Yeah. Like, I, I love being alone, and guys. I'm not sad when that I'm by kind myself. Of bad right no, now. but it's not. But it's, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like it's, it's not, not the that idea of being alone, hating people. Yeah, or, yeah, or hating people. It's just that the environment of having your own time to and space and. Um, just openness of like you getting to do you. But I do know that I have to see someone a day, like every day. I can't go a whole day completely by my. Is that? And that's me. That's yeah. Okay. I have to always see someone, at least one person, yeah. or talk to someone in a day. Yeah. You know, like I, I know that for me, I don't know if that's the same for every other extra, whatever other person, but it's that balance for me, right? Mm. Because I need to be able to. See, this is what's sad because Eliane told me that when I call her. <laughs> But it also comes of like contentments in the season that I'm in. I'm going through many seasons, but one of the top three is definitely season of singleness, season of education, season of um, calling. Mm. You know, like I feel like recently I dropped out of law school and now I'm going to music school. Oh, I didn't know you were going to say that. Oh. Well, yeah, there it is. <laughs> I don't know. You want to express your life about that? I yeah, don't know. But I don't. Really, I don't really mind. I think anyone really wants to look at it. Look at it. Whatever. It's not a negative thing, have. though. You got to realize that the first year people tend to find themselves and where they want to be. Yeah. Like I've had people in the first year when I was at uni go through like three degrees because they didn't know what they wanted to do. You know what I mean? They would, they thought they did, but when once they get into it, they're like, "This is not me," mm. which is fine. Just don't beat yourself up about it. It's yeah. a, it's the year of discovery. Like, learn about yourself, find yourself, and do something. I'd rather have you do something that you enjoy and are gonna make a life out of it than you just do it because you have to do it. To do it, yeah. So because that that won't make you that won't make you pass that won't make you have continue it. Yeah, you right. won't have motivation to complete it because yeah. you don't enjoy it. Even so, furthermore, like 
even if you got a job in that field and department, your whole workforce and workplace is going to hate you because you're going to be Mr. Grouchy, Grouchy Pants. Yeah, every day, every day, you're not going to enjoy it, More man. time, there's a field that no, is waiting no, no, for no, you no, in a no, gap no. in the market. But no. I'm coming back to law. Um, that's a whole story in itself. And, and I think that purpose and calling is like this big thing. Like, I think I'm called to many different things, but in this particular one, it's just to focus and like put my head yeah. in the sand yeah, yeah. and do that mahi. And then the third one, season of singleness. <laughs> there was a long pause. Go ahead. No, no, I'm not part of that circle, but go ahead. It gave me so many opportunities. You can't even say it with a straight face. You can't even say it with a straight face. No, guys. I was at Eliana last week. I hate it. I hate it here. <laughs> it's been 18 years. It's getting old, God. Come on. Come on. I'm so... Andre, you need to stop, man. No, it's just jokes. I will say it publicly. No, it's just jokes. No, it's not. Don't you say it publicly. Nah, you know. No. You know, no. You no. know. I'm literally content. I have desires. I have wants. <laughs> I, I want it, but I do not need it. Clarify that because it will come off wrong. I no, I would, I would. Want I a relationship. Want, yes, I want it, but I do not need it, and that's something I learned very, 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 very recent. hard. <laughs> you said hard. I said recent. <laughs> now nah, you learned that recently, though. Yeah, Let's be honest. Okay. This year. Yeah, recently. Like, nah, not I, even this year. A couple months ago. Don't lie to these people. <laughs> a couple months ago, you learned how okay, you don't you need okay, it, you but you just months. want it. Yes, because it was that thing that, like, I pray about it all the time, of course, and I ask God for it all the time, whatever. But it's also one of those things where even if it didn't happen, yeah, yeah, yeah. life is still full, right? Mm. And that's where things, I, I think about it, and I think why a lot of the stuff that I do, the podcasting, my job, yeah, going to school, I couldn't do that, I think, and balance a relationship. You know, because it is very high demand and it is, it takes a lot of my oh, yeah, time for sure. to actually, you know, go to school, do the music, perform, go to school, do the mu- you know, and I think that. But even you, you do know in life you're going to have way more stuff, so you can't yeah. say that. No, I, I mean, in terms of like what I can, my capacity now, okay, yeah, yeah. I think, I think me and God, well, no, God obviously knows more, but I think I'm realizing that it's kind of doing it in layers, like responsibility as responsibility and then another responsibility okay. yeah. and I think that for me it's nice because I do know that I, I'm very much an overworker over an achiever so I would just do something to the bone you know and I think that seasonal singleness you don't need another certain, you don't need a significant other to be significant no who that's says what that I, no but that's what I learned oh god I don't the sure. hard way like honestly if you're getting into a relationship they're beautiful. That person They're beautiful. Will give you that validation. Yeah, okay. And fill your cup. That is the wrong just reason why. Yeah, get, that good. is not even a reason to be in a relationship. One. It's a reason why a lot of people get into one. That's though. sad. That that word affirmation, physical validation. I'm in a relationship, therefore someone thinks I'm beautiful. Oh God. But you need to have that before that person. Oh, yeah, this for is for sure. boys looking for a girlfriend. This is for a girlfriend looking for a boyfriend. For sure. Like you need to. And I'm saying it not from a pedestal because I learned it. Like, I really thought a guy liking me would make me feel. I really don't know where that mindset of yours came from because 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where you got that. I don't know. Maybe it's because of the friends you're around, but just that's a sad mindset because that should them. never but be the reason. But it happens to a lot of girls who don't have yeah, fathers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's I don't true. have a man at home telling me those things, so I'm gonna go find one in the world. But your girlfriends and your friends. Yes, they're saying it, but it's not a guy. You gotta. I, it's hard to understand, and it's so demented, and I know it is. But that's where I was. My friends are telling me. My mom's telling me. My sisters, in their very own twisted, roasting way, are telling me this. Yeah. Yeah. But a guy isn't, and so therefore, not, not everything they're saying is not valid, and it's it's so bad, and that's it's why I say so it bad. so passionately. Like you really <clears throat> have to come to the understanding that God has already called you those things, and a guy liking you or a girl liking you is not gonna all of a sudden make those things valid. Like God has already validated. It's actually quite sad. That's how people think or like why they get in relationships. That's really sad. Relationship should be fun, man. Just be it's it should be like you and your best friend just having a good time together, like you know what I mean? Just enjoying no, each other's company. How do you ask me? I know what you mean. You literally just stared me no, with the most you, evil eyes yeah, smiling here, you know I mean? happy what and just like living my I best life. Enjoying mine and all. Yeah, oh, you're so it. funny. Anyways, what's the second question? Because we're still on one. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Okay, the second question you spoke about was your mindset. So what um, what part of your mindset really changed? What is it about your mindset and outlook of life that you can say, yeah, that's something that I've um, altered? Because my mindset, it's not even the same mindset I had when I was 15. I'm real. Yeah, it's not. You've had a lot of growth. Yeah. A lot of growth and reality checks of what you thought was and what is. Mm. So you've had a lot of that, and that came through a lot of conversations, came through a lot of experiences to validate the difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's good that you've had that chance to be able to grow, and then now you're going to continue growing because I know the way you think and the way you used to think is so different. And yeah. I'm go- I'm happy about that because God forbid the way you used to think, man, no way. <laughs> I don't know why, but. I, and I do know why because of you, your upbringing but at the same time I think your faith has directed you in a different way but in a positive way so it's a good thing yeah. um, I would say it's changed in terms of I'm very more certain and confident in what I say nice because I, I'm very like I'm educated in a lot of stuff and, and, and the stuff I speak about with like religiously you know like in terms of like with my chest like things i can speak to you about and i know for a fact what i'm talking about you know what i mean with confidence but i used to not be i would be, I, I think it's because i used to just undermine myself and not think what i said was was i don't know i don't know what it was but i just never used to believe in myself as i believe in myself now good yeah so that's like the biggest change and that mentality has pushed me to strive for stuff like promote my like go for that position because i used i would it took me like a long time to even believe in myself everyone else did everyone's like oh yeah go for it like we believe in you blah, blah, blah. but i never had that in myself for me to be like okay i'm gonna go for it and, and then to get it you you see that challenge that i've managed to skip and for it to get validated by getting yeah. that position yeah. is like the best thing ever you know what i mean mm. so um yeah i'm very excited to go for my master's sometime very soon um because I was very hesitant about that as well because I was like oh I don't think I'll even get it like I, I don't even think I think we're just think. scared to fail like yeah I'm very hard on myself that's another yeah. thing no one will know but I'm my biggest critic I don't care what anyone says it's not going to affect me the way I put the pressure on myself and then if I don't 
get what I aspire to, it breaks me more than what someone else thought I would get and didn't get. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's always been like that, even with like personal goals, um, school and everything. I've always set goals because I'm such a planner. Like I plan things, I put them aside and work on them silently. And then when I get them, it's when I speak. You know what I mean? But because it's no one's business at the same time. But yeah, I people will know this it, it, throughout my whole life. I'm very critical with everything, whether it's appearance, whether it's friendships, whether it's relationships. I'm very critical, but to myself. And that's my biggest obstacle for myself. I do that so much sometimes that I drive myself crazy to where it's not healthy but I've learned to do it in a healthy manner and be confident in what I do what I say and just like continue doing that yeah that's the biggest one yeah Yeah, that's amazing I think and I think people see it nowadays as well the fruit of it right it's beautiful yeah very beautiful and the third one was the third one was your job right Mm. wow do you think that you <laughs> wait? Wait, pause. What was the wow? What was the wow? I was thinking. Oh, okay. I was oh, gonna say. Sorry. I was like, I hear criticizing you more. No, God no, forbid. No. I'm never returning to this podcast. <laughs> no, I was thinking. You're not returning. You clocked. You just dished my dirty laundry for the last fifty six. No, months. I didn't. I could dish way more, but it's not on no one's business. It's for me to talk to you privately, and for you to just sit there and it's take it. it. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> no, nah, I could never. I know too much stuff about people. I, if I had to. <laughs> throw it out it'll be useless i'm not that type of person mm. but i will insert jokes <laughs> where allude. it fits where it fits yeah. you know do you feel like your age um all that as- that you I don't do. even know how old i am <laughs> tell I the people never know. <laughs> that is something that has haunted you since you've I've known me i've never known a lot to the point where me and our sisters <laughs> like her sisters and mine we just bully her about uh, her being old uh, was no i don't know how old this woman is uh, no one i grew it's because i think you were nine when i was born or something like that yeah so i've never had to question how old you are you're just older than me Same no with bed. i don't even know how old that guy is uh, Okay, y'all are acting like we're ancient. <laughs> no, but I'll be real. I wouldn't be surprised if you guys are 40. Okay. No, we really. look like you. That's the problem. <laughs> guys, she, she's, <laughs> that's not, I, 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 that's guys, the problem. She's 4'11. Clock it. Okay. No, and you literally really said 4'11. <laughs> and Alice, I'm 5 foot, and Alice is 4'11. I'm You're five foot. Yeah, because me- don't even start. I get You're five leg. foot. Yes, I got measured the other now, day. Now stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up. I gotta see this. You're five foot. I'm five foot. And I'm five foot too. <laughs> You're four eleven. No, I'm five foot as well. No, yeah, look at your eyes. Look at the eyes. <laughs> We're the same height, Audrey. That's a. Let me not swear. That's the same thing. You're not man. the same. We're not the same height. We're not the same height at all. You're a little bit taller than me. See, that's at five foot. But it depends how and my hair is. <laughs> and her feet are five centimeters long, guys. Oh, you now you're t- <laughs> now you're taking it to another level. I walk out to go get no, the microphone. You wear the same. Stuff. You wear the I same shoes at my door. Nah, like, nah, those <laughs> shoes are big. <laughs> those are big. I take it back. She's three point five. Oh, you can fit those shoes you in. You wear my shoes. Go and grab them now. Go and grab them. Go and grab a pen now. Now, prove it to the people. No, 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 no. Prove it to the people. Hurry up. No, no, no. Go and get a foot. Go and get a shoe and put on and see how they fit you. You just got fat feet. What are you talking about? You just have. She has fat feet. That's why she can't fit. Nah, nah. You're not fat. No one can lie to you that you're fat. No one. Honestly, if someone calls you fat, let them come to me. 
No, I'm being serious. I will read the definition of that word because there's no way anyone can call you fat. But your feet. That's another oh, story. That's, that's, <laughs> that's another story. How do you empower me? Because how can you not fit my shoes with the same I size? No, we what are size not. Are you? What size are you? Thirty-six, thirty-seven. You're smaller. No, oh, I clocked. You, you <laughs> asked me. <laughs> you're smaller. You went for me to say that. Yo, I'm liar. You waited for me to say the number. Okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. My boots. Okay, my boots. My boots. I'm 38. I'm not even lying. What size are you? I'll show you my receipt. Receipt. It says 38 on my shoes. I wear 38 boots. No, you don't. No, you don't. You waited so I can tell a number. I will show you. I'm dead ass 38. That's why I'm laughing. How are you 36, 37? I'm not smaller than you. Dude, you have smaller feet than me. Go wear my shoe. I'm being dead ass serious. Go put it on. Go put a shoe on. No, no, no. Give me a second. I'll be back. I'm grabbing my damn shoe. That's the end of the fuck. No, no. It's not. It's not. I got a shoe. Go put it on. Put it on. Put my shoe on, fam. Put it on. Guys, Audrey cannot breathe. Audrey, nah, man, love it. Hurry up, put it on. Put it on. Put it on. It's a size seven. Put it on. Put it at size seven and watch your fat feet not fit in there. (laughs) Hurry up. Bam! Easy. No, I got bigger feet. Look. Nah, put. Do you understand if you had bigger feet and I had smaller feet, you wouldn't fit the shoe? Your brain's not clocking anything. How are you going to say I got bigger feet, but yet you fit my shoe? I didn't fit it. Give me my you didn't want to put it in, did nah, you? Nah, because it fit. You no. didn't want to wear it because it, it doesn't fit. fit. Look, oh, even put from it the in. outside, look, I got bigger feet. Lies. It fits, guys. She's just ashamed that we're the same size and she's like one foot taller. That's the end of the podcast. No, it ain't. Anymore. Anyways, any more questions? <laughs> See you guys later. Oh. Welcome to season two, everybody. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be a lot of surprises for you guys. Oh so my gosh! I hope you guys enjoyed today's chat. Oh no, I don't doubt they will. Oh I, gosh! I'm so excited for this one because season one was hard. I got a lot of criticism for season one, but that's just part of it. Exactly. It's a learning curve. You learn from your mistakes and, I think and you move forward. Missed my purpose, like out. I mean, you do have to be careful what you say. You don't, cause you don't want to offend people. No, and I know, I didn't. and I know where you're coming from. Some uh, most of the time, but at the same time, they are entitled to their opinions. And you just, I think, you just gotta learn. Because my you. purpose for this podcast is like, even the ones that I have released and haven't released, um, no person is the same. I do have a big cluster who are Christian mm. and are on the podcast, and ones that aren't. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had DJs, I've had mm-hmm. a footballer. You know, I've I've had two pastors mm-hmm. on here. You know, but um, I'm the connecting piece, mm-hmm. right? And these people are able to get along with me, be them so different, so diverse. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wanted to kind of show that you can have connections and be from different yeah, stages of, of life course, of course. you know and i wanted i wanted to be a conversation please don't come to my podcast looking for three tips to better your life no, and for no, that no, to no, be no, a structural no, no. thing because 
they those things are hidden in it and those things are present in the conversation but that's all it is it's a conversation with a bunch of my my friends you know and sometimes it will be more interview and will be more serious and and stuff like that but i really just want it to be somewhere that is so um it's relaxed and it's carefree, but we can navigate those conversations and not have to have an argument about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we can talk just about... Just a platform, basically, to just have a conversation with meaningful topics, but at the same time having fun. That's all you're wanting. That's yeah. all you're wanting. And hopefully that resonated through our conversation. Something... I hope that you took something out of our conversation that you felt, you took away positively, mm. you, it gave you a, a different outlook in life about something, and... Yeah, just hopefully, I think your goal, like you just said, is you hope that from that one hour of conversation, someone takes something away and learns from it. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's or even <clears throat> if what they take away is joy. Yeah. Or they laughed. Yeah. You know, just and then anything. they went. It doesn't have to even be a form of information or a tool or strategy, just something that you, you'd be like, oh. Oh, yeah, that part in that conversation was funny. That yeah, was funny. yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that bit impacted me because I know what that's like. Yeah, or like I can resonate with you and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I for sure understand. We're still the same size and height. Okay, guys, bye. <laughs> it was nice chatting with you. <laughs> Is that what you like? What do you want about? We're still the same height and size, but it's all right. We are literally not the same And you'll height. never still know how old I am until I die. Yeah. So, yeah. Even on the, my eulogy, it'll be like, yeah, it was old age, but it's been <laughs> old age. Roger, I'm so young. Apparently. You're so annoying. I just don't know. I'm so young. Say you your age then. Say your age For then. what? The people. No one needs to know my age. Yes, yeah, clocks. No, nah, because I'm actually so young, I'm proud of it. I think you're a KGB spy. And that's the end of that conversation. <laughs> Have a lovely evening, morning, wherever you are. Bye, everybody. <laughs>